Welcome to the Heal, Cleanse, Love podcast. Life is better when you are aligned with who you really are. When you are you, capital Y-O-U. How do you get more aligned? I've found that doing things that fall into one or more of these categories, healing, cleansing, and loving, as often as you can, will get you closer and closer to the real and most beautiful you. Come and be still for a Quiet your soul for a time There's no place like real, and this is Heal, Cleanse, Love. Your body deserves it. You deserve it. Your body works so hard all the time. Like, literally, you're living in it every day. You're picking up your kids every day. You're going to all your sports events. You're doing all this stuff. Like, just take your one moment for yourself that you can just let go. And I feel like people are starting to do that more. And when they do get it, when they do do it, they're like, why did I wait so long? Welcome to the first episode of the Heal, Cleanse, Love podcast. My experience as a client of my first guest on this podcast checks all three of the boxes of healing, cleansing, and loving. Her facials are transformative. I leave a different person than I was when I walked in. Her name is Brianna Silva, and she's the owner of Namaste Beauty Bar in Pittsburgh, New York. She could choose to give a lot less than she does and still be a successful esthetician. She has chosen differently. You will hear what she does and why. I hope you hear as well something that is inspiring to you and may give you the courage to step a little closer to your true nature. You lead with love from what I see, from the way you speak to your clients, to the above and beyond care you give when doing facials, to what feels like loving intention behind the care, to the space you create and the products you use. I wanna know, how do you do this? Why do you do this? And is it a conscious choice or is this who you are and have always been? (laughs) It's like a mixture of everything, I would say. It's definitely a conscious to- choice, and when I've started doing facials, I realized how much personal touch can affect people. Um, I've had people cry during facials before, just like randomly burst out crying. I've had people like crazy conversations with people where I've actually like connected with them, and it was so crazy because the way. That like you just came in for a facial and then we all of a sudden our whole lives just connected together and we had like the same exact lifestyles or the same thing that happened to us in our life and all because of a facial we're sitting there talking about this and it just changed my life forever. In my facials, I do a lot of massage, a lot of massage because everybody holds all their tension in their head, their neck, their shoulders, their hands, their arms, their legs, everything. So I do a lot of massage just to try to like release that pressure. And a lot of times when you get into the facial, halfway through a facial, that's when I've had people like emotionally release where they've like broken down and start crying and they don't even know why. Like I've had clients be like, I'm so sorry, like I don't even know why I'm crying. And it's like, cause they're letting everything out for 
the moment that they get with me, you know? When you're coming to see me, you only see me. And that's huge. And I know people don't think that's probably a big thing, but it is because you're less stimulated. When you're trying to relax or let go, you don't want to be stimulated by all these different people and all these different faces. And I feel like when you come to see me, since it's a private place, you're walking in, you only see me from like the beginning, and then I do your service, and then I talk to you at the end, and I check you out, and it's one person, one show, instead of having all the stimulation from all these other people around you that tends to cause some stress. So interesting. Yeah. I never thought about yeah. that. But you're right. Yep. You're, you're all relaxed, and then you walk mm-hmm. out to this desk, mm-hmm. and someone checks you out, and someone it's else. just a yeah. different person, yep. and you've got to acclimate yep. to, to... And you're, exo- you're you just relaxed, mm-hmm. and you're letting go, and then all of a sudden now you have to turn into a people-pleasing person. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's hard because you're just like, I'm relaxed, and you're all spaced out, but it's easier when it's the same person that just did that for you, the same person that you walked into and it's just an easy I think it's a such a more relaxing transition than going into a place where some people like I said are self-conscious about their skin so when they walk out and they walk into a spa they have all these people in there what if you see someone you know you don't want to you don't necessarily want to see someone you know at that particular point so to have it not be so much stimulation I feel like it's a better experience because then too you just go in your car directly and then you've got that time too to kind of decompress yeah mm-hmm. and process just absorb it yeah. I guess would be a better way of saying it and yeah. allow that experience to integrate yeah and then before you you get back into your life yeah you said like how do you um do you get basically like emotionally tired and it's funny because like I do give 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 all the time but I don't <laughs> like I love doing that like I, I I love making people feel better like knowing like I'll get texts from people later on being like I feel so amazing like thank you so much or I got in the car my husband's like what did she do to you like you look amazing like stuff like that so it's just it's just rewarding it's not exhausting you're doing something that you love mm-hmm. you're inspired to do it it's coming from deep inside you and you're giving and you're leading with love and I would say there's I don't see any fear in you we all have fears absolutely but when you consider that love and fear are opposite ends of a spectrum and so if you're in a loving space then you you just can't be in Mm -hmm. fear but I do think a lot of people think that that leaves me vulnerable Mm -hmm. and I'm taking too much risk so it's just so nice to hear that you're fed in every way Fear, you know. is, fear is definitely there. Like even opening my own place and leaving a place I thought I would never leave. I thought it'd be that was my end all be all. And COVID kind of flipped all of that for me. It's definitely made me open my eyes because when we closed, when the, all the spas closed, uh, it stopped. Made me stop. And I was doing a lot every day, constantly, just run, 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 and when we closed for a year I literally stopped and I had to like what am I going to do what do I do every day so I literally like did my garden I did things outside I went on walks I did stuff and I was like wow I'm not enjoying my life at all like I'm constantly working and did I have was I making good money absolutely but 
when you were forced to stop and be like, okay, is all this money worth it? <laughs> is, is this worth not living? Like not being able to have a garden, go on walks, do this and do that. It, it just wasn't. When I was going to open up my own business, I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna, what if I don't make enough money? What if I, what if people don't follow me? And it was funny how like, I actually, I, all my clients followed me. But then I had this influx of all these other people that wanted to come to me and support me individually, even though they knew I did facials for years. They knew, they've known me for 10, 15 years and never came to see me for a facial there. But when I opened up my own place, they wanted to support me as an individual and came and did that. And I'm just like mind blown by that. But when you're scared, it also, you gotta remember when you're scared of anything, your body, if that's your body's natural instinct to protect yourself. So it doesn't mean it's bad and it's good to be scared, but you're just, it's just a way of protecting yourself. So like, just be careful. <laughs> like you just wanna be careful. And um, I feel like, I, you're, I feel like they're opposite ends of sorts. Like you said, like you have to have fear in order to gain stuff too, because you're always gonna be scared when something's changing, when your routine is changing and you're not doing the same thing every day and you're gonna be doing a different routine. You're be moving to a different location. Like when I moved to locations, I was so scared of that. And it all, all because I was scared of a new routine and a new change. Again, that's our body's like natural fear instinct, you know? Right. It um, gets you, yeah. it, it gets you hyper vigilant yeah. and, and exactly. yeah, kind of focused. Yep. It helps you to get focused. Absolutely. Uh, but it was the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> like I'm so happy <laughs> that it happened, you know? Yeah. And I'm happy that I was scared to do it, but I'm glad I did it too because if I didn't then I just pictured the person I was before and how I wasn't at nearly as happy as I was you know yeah 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 that fear never I think you used it in in the right ways though mm -hmm. because it never came across I never felt it yeah. as a client I just yep. always felt calm mm -hmm. from you mm -hmm. I love that sounds as though that you don't feel that you're vulnerable to kind of mm -hmm. attacks mm -hmm. from pe from negative people though yeah. like really no. trying to which you know is great to hear because I do think that is something that holds us back I think yeah. that we feel like we have to build up these walls mm -hmm. and protect ourselves and yeah be on guard and always look for where the next threat could come mm -hmm. from. And when we do that, mm -hmm. we're not in this yeah. loving space and we're not compassionate for people. And we are building up these walls and we feel so disconnected from people and we don't know how, we don't know how to connect to people. Mm -hmm. And to me, you just represent everything that if we all did this, mm -hmm. what an amazing yeah. world. It's kill, kill kindness and love. Like anyone who's, if you do have any attacks on you uh, or if someone is being upset with you or, the, or whatever way they are, it, it's always coming from something. So I feel like as long as you don't know what it is and you never know what it is, but as long as you're just loving towards it and do the best you can um, to make that person just feel loved and comfortable, it's what there's no problems right like everyone's being as gentle as they can with everybody right and if you are that way then it kind of just goes away it's not there it doesn't exist it doesn't you, land on yeah, you yeah exactly it, it, it comes yeah. towards it but the love you have just yeah. repels it yep even when people are up or I don't really have ever anyone really upset 
I would say, um, I mean, everyone's always happy <laughs> when they come to me. So it's it's hard. I mean, the, people are, I would say, people come to me when they are upset to make themselves feel better. Yeah. And I've had people where at the beginning of having them as a client, I could tell they were very sad. Um, I had one client in particular, she would come for her eyebrows all the time. And she always was very sad. And I didn't, like, I never, like, said anything to her. I just always was just loving and kind to her every time and she just kept coming back and her mood kept changing each time she came she was a little bit happier and happier each time and then one day she just came out and was like you know I was going through a divorce at that time and like just coming to you was like the one moment out of my day I got to just like not think about and relax and um I was just really upset and I was like I could read that like I knew that she was upset and I could tell that she was going through something but I didn't know what it was and personally, it. I don't like to ask. So I just want, like, again, just give love and you, you'll you find out eventually or you'll build that connection. I love it. Yeah. It would be so easy to think, well, I won't have an impact. I sh- yeah. I'm only going to see her for this yep. little bit of time. But even the smallest, yep. because it gives all of us a window into a whole nother world yep. where you feel that kindness and you feel that mm-hmm. love and you then that gives you something to go okay well if yeah. this person embodies this I can actively seek out others Absolutely. in my life or it just it gives you hope I, I'm saying when I went through a divorce my kids were little I had built up my life other than my kids I really built it up with everything I thought I should be doing and mm-hmm. I had the outward success but I, my days were filled with activities I didn't like to do other than being a mom mm-hmm. and work that was not really aligned with who I am yep. because I thought I, I pursued that much more from my mind of, well, if I do this, that will bring me this and that will bring me this. And so, you know, had this whole life. And then going through the divorce for me, because I was at such a low point, I gave myself permission to rethink my life at that point Mm -hmm. and realize that if I wanted to feel good, feel love, I needed to do things that made me, you know, happier and, and, and were more from a loving place. And so it's funny that you say that story because one of the things that I realized was I'm not going to go to a dentist I don't like. I'm not going to go to a doctor mm-hmm. I don't like to be around. Going through the divorce, I'm not choosing a, a lawyer who's mean and mm-hmm. doing all those tactics and doing all. I just can't. I can't be around it. Mm-hmm. I want to build up the people in my life where I have the control and where I can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose people who feel good to be around. And yes. it's just funny. I started so in those places with people that I really didn't spend a lot of time with but those were easy choices and like low-hanging fruit Mm -hmm. for me and and then I went from there you know and along the way I was relearning who I really am on the inside because I had just pushed it away for so long um and so that's exactly how I felt yeah that's like I loved loved what I did I loved my job and then when I was forced to stop and slow down I was like whoa this could be way better and I could be way happier. <laughs> it's so true. And like, just like how you said, um, my one, my one friend who works in the retail industry, 
it's a hard industry to be in, especially with the amount of hours you work, but it's, you just have to do what makes you happy. If you take a pay cut, you take a pay cut. If you just need to be internally happy, it's okay. You can live differently and be happy because that's the most important thing. And look how people are yeah. drawn to you yeah, because exactly. you're so happy and yeah. you're, you've got so much love and compassion and uh, you have healthy boundaries with it too. Absolutely. I think that's a key part yeah. of it. You know, Absolutely. you really have healthy boundaries. If you don't have healthy boundaries and you overwork yourself, then you're not going to be able to give anyone anything. I definitely have really strong boundaries, especially with my days off. I, I know our industry is huge on constantly, like because we have so many clients that you're constantly flexible. But with me, having those boundaries are you being a way better person for your clients because you aren't run down you aren't exhausted and now your wait time is like two months i know right oh november i love it it's crazy it's, <laughs> it's july first almost and it's you, nuts. really it's you're out you're yeah november is my next available facial i have waxing available but facials are booked out to the end of november right now it's crazy <laughs> i was like what <laughs> how did that happen These days, many people are so afraid to get near others mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, huge. Afraid of germs, yep. afraid of everything. And, you know, you're massaging people's feet yeah. and you just don't seem to have that. Um, I mean, what is your perspective on, on interacting with others in such a close manner? Oh, it's so needed. Regardless, it's so needed. There's so, like, I have some older, older clients who lost their husbands and they don't have their husband anymore and their husband used to rub their feet all the time or rub their hands and so not having that like touch that personal touch from someone it's it's transformative when you do get it and you're like whoa I feel so good and it also gives you that feeling of what the loved one used to do for you it just it, it really does change you and getting massages changes you um, it stimulates your whole body. When I used to work at my old spa, when we were all, we're all healers, I would say. That's what I, I would say we are. So we all like to physically touch and we're all massage therapists and estheticians. So during our work environment, it was a little different than what most people do. If you live work in an office, I don't think anyone would ever like touch you. You probably weren't allowed to touch people. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of rules regarding that, like um, personal touch. But when we when we worked together, we were always touching each other. Yeah. Like we were always massaging each other's back, rubbing each other's back. We're very like, we we like that feeling. It's almost and every time I felt it, like a lot of times when my friends would do that, it was very like motherly. It, I always yeah. said you feel like a mom, like yeah. very motherly. And I feel like even though we get older, we lose our moms and we don't have them anymore. We still need that loving energy of a hug. Just like kids do. Kids need it all the time. They want their moms. They want a hug. They need that. We all need to be held, basically, you know? I do. Yeah. I saw something, actually, just this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, a woman by the name of Vita Austin. She is doing research on water. She's been doing it for about 10 years now. And along the lines of, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Emoto, he has, uh, he used to study water and how the crystals, if you froze the water, 
would form in these different patterns depending upon the energy the the thoughts that were around it so and there's a whole there's a a line of cards that you can get that have the picture of what the frozen crystal looks like and then the word on the back that that was either written on something that that water was in or was kind of thought around the water. And it's incredible. The positive loving words are these beautiful, Mm -hmm. beautiful, and they're all different Mm -hmm. shapes and Mm -hmm. forms. And then the negative are chaos. Her research is showing that if you take the water and you give it love, it will, Mm -hmm. just as Dr. Emoto's Mm -hmm. card, it will shift and change and, and... (laughs) healing words and right Mm -hmm. and the water will be more healing Mm -hmm. and and when you think about how much water we are Mm -hmm. and so the power that you have with people there was this one time when because sometimes people have bad days right everyone has bad days and if you have like a service provider who has bad days sometimes you feel those bad energies when I have had a bad day or I've had times where I'm going through a hard time, but I'm still doing my service. And when I'm doing my service, there's been a point where I've like cried during facials. The client didn't know that. I was very quiet and I I like, but internally crying and actually on the outside crying too. And after that facial, the client got up and they're like, that was the best facial I've ever had. And it was like, almost like, I'm like, but you don't know I was crying the whole time. Like I was emotionally, but I feel like they feel that emotion. I feel like my mush my what I'm doing transfers to love and they almost like feel like a whole bunch more love and they oh every time they've been like that was the best and I'm like really in my head I'm like really it was because I was so sad but like they they felt all the love that I'm trying to like yeah rebuild what are some things in life that you would that you find beautiful the way people handle situations there's so many people are handed so many different like decks of cards in life there's so many different horrible things that can happen to people and they do happen and to the randomest of people I think it all I think one of the most beautiful things is seeing how people react to the, in those situations and how they handle them and how they process them like you said, beauty is kind of internally. It is. If you need to handle things and uh, deal with things in a healthy way and not a bad way, and that's hard sometimes, but that's why there are role models that you look up to and you do see, and you see that they're the way that they handle some things, and some people are more open with it than others. But um, I think that is like one of the most beautiful things to see people have such a hard struggle and then or something so hard happen and then overcome them. I think that is like one of the most beautiful things because it's life's hard and the way you deal with everything is how you keep yourself beautiful from the inside and the out, you know? You do. Yeah. Yeah. So the first time I came to you Mm -hmm. and you know, we said hello, mm-hmm. and that was, you know, we just exchanged a few yeah. things, and that was about it. And, you know, then totally quiet, because mm-hmm. I'm one of the quiet people. Yeah. And <laughs> do you remember what I asked you after the first one? What? Oh, my God, I don't remember. <laughs> you do? I I, no, I think I do. I feel like you asked me, like, how do you 
it was it was a hard one. Like, what do you do for yourself for your? I think that it wasn't something like that. <laughs> I'm so remember? glad you actually don't remember what I said. <laughs> okay, good. I can't believe I was just overtaken <laughs> with like the whole experience, and I said, <laughs> I said, my nephew is like you know oh, around yes. here. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that now. Now that you say that, like, how old are you? <laughs> Oh, thank you. I wanted to hook my nephew up with you. When I, you know, I knew nothing else about you. But the power of Mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. And as I (laughs) get to know you, I'm not saying I was right. Like, Julie was right. I'm just saying, like, that energetic exchange clearly did communicate to me mm-hmm. who you are yeah, exactly you know what I mean as a person because you're like I would love yeah. that person to be my family yeah <laughs> somewhere along yeah I would love my nephew yes. to have a person exactly. that is so yeah. you know in such yeah. a good place and so loving and all of it you know and all those vibes yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> that's what I, that's what vibes do my mission in life is to help free us from what unnecessarily holds us back Mm -hmm. so that we may live happier, healthier lives. I think that there's so many things that we have just done because we do them Mm -hmm. or we were, we, as we were saying earlier, we don't have role models for doing it in other ways and that we really hold ourselves back. Um, I personally believe it's all in our hands that we have the power to really change everything but so many things are easily changeable that we just may not realize that we can do it mm-hmm. or um, or know how to do it and so that's where um, you know shedding light on things that we can change that unnecessarily hold us back is really important to me and then beyond that I feel like it's um, it's my hope that together when we have enough of us that are free from these things that hold us back unnecessarily that we can collectively and peacefully help free those who are held back by others because I don't think that we need to do that directly I think it's more of a ripple effect that when people are living in alignment with who they really are and they're connecting with um, you know themselves and higher powers and you know using their intuition that everybody has mm-hmm. that it's it's a it's an effect where it will just spread out you know and uh, we can often feel so helpless when you look around the world and see things happening but to me I think we can affect that positively by getting ourselves more aligned and then and just hearing you talk about the effect that you're having on you know people want to do what you're doing Mm -hmm. and it really I feel like it's partially the healing it's the Mm -hmm. modality a little bit but feeling you give people too yeah it's the feeling you give people Mm -hmm. and I think what they're really saying is I want to be that Mm -hmm. you know and the more people that are doing that as we said, what a great place so the world would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. Mm-hmm.